This is 5-Minute Friday, a time to help you focus on positivity, intentionality, thoughtfulness, and growth. And now, Dr. Glenn Krieger. Hey there, everybody, and happy 5-Minute Friday. Now, there's a lot going on right now in Texas in terms of COVID. It's growing really quickly uh, and surging, actually, in the 18 to 39-year-old population. My daughter, who's in college, is right in the middle of that, and she's made it clear to me that she knows about eight to 10 people right now who are positive. And her good friend who I spoke to yesterday knows about 15 in Austin who are positive. And they've both told me in trying to explain it that this age group, not these two young ladies, uh, perceive themselves as invincible. And they outright say, look, we're going to party. We're going to live our lives. We're not going to die. And we don't care. And we'll go out and not social distance. And if you shut down bars, we're going to go to people's houses. And we're just going to continue doing what we're doing because we're going to get sick and we're not going to die. And then we're, go, we're going to be immune and we're going to go back to life. And in some ways, one could say, you know, as long as they stay among themselves, what the heck, right? It's great. But realistically, it's spreading among other people as a result. And the hope is, and my thought is, that by the time October rolls around, the summit will happen, uh, that we're going to get this under control, hopefully, And there's no reason to have to make a decision right now because there's a lot of time between now and then. And uh, hotels will refund money if we cancel. Airlines will give credits for air travel and all will be fine. So stay tuned because I get a lot of questions and want to let you all know we have zero plans of canceling Summit anytime soon. Uh, We have at least another month and a half before we have to make any decisions, up to two months probably. So we want a meeting so that we can all get together. We want to do it safely and effectively. And right now, there's a lot to happen. So let's see what happens. Play it by ear. But right now, as far as we know, this meeting is on and it's going to be great. Now, I want to talk about something that really has been brought to the forefront by COVID. And that is the ideas of virtual exams, sending aligners to patients through the mail, and limiting our exposure with patients. And I think it's a great thing. What I don't think is a great thing is trying to do a remote practice. Now, is it a great thing for you? Sure. Is it a great thing for the profession of orthodontics? I don't think so at all. I have patients who come in every day asking me legitimately, if you're going to do Invisalign, why should that be any different than any at-home aligner company? So they already don't understand the difference between what we do with plastic and what someone else does with plastic. And I think the more we distance ourselves from our patients, the less value we have as a profession. Now, now we're going to get into an existential debate. And that debate is, is it important for us to differentiate as a profession? Does it matter? I mean, after all, you have a profession you went into to make a living. If you can make a better living without having to further the profession itself, is that okay? Uh, I certainly will never judge you. I'm not thrilled with with orthodontists who use their training and specifically their degree, simply a degree, to work for at-home aligner companies. I don't agree with that, but I'm not going to go egg their house. Uh, They have a right to do what they want to do. This is, you know, a free society. But again, if you think that at-home aligners and virtual consults are going to use this old saying of access to care. I'm sorry, I'm not going to buy it. There are very few people among us practicing in places where people can't get into our office. And the overwhelming, not overwhelming, every single virtual exam I do, I always finish by saying, a la the laws of Texas, which do not allow a true virtual consultation. 
hey, you know, it looks like the kind of case that we treat all the time. I really need to get you in to get an x-ray and do an exam so I can make a decision about, you know, what we can do. And I can quote you a fee at that point. I've never had anybody say no. And every one of them has started. Almost every one of them. So, again, I'm not a fan of mailing aligners to patients. I'm not a fan of doing doctor-less exams. You can do it. But again, the discussion I ask is, is it good for the profession? And if it is or isn't, does that really matter? Does it matter at all? And so, again, I want you to give some thought to the things you're doing and how we're doing them. And then give some thought to whether or not you think, is it good or not for the profession? And do you really care if it's good or not for the profession? You know, years ago when I got out of school, being a dentist was a badge of honor. It was a big deal. Um, I think myself and most of my peers saw ourselves as dentists first and business people later. And those out there who were in business were shunned, not by me, but by others who weren't so open-minded. And over the years, things have changed. The advent of DSOs, certain DSOs, the advent of um, at-home aligners, the at-home of Invisalign being done by general dentists, has changed the world from a profession to a business. And I think we all have to be on board with that. And we have to ask ourselves at the end of the day, Where does the line of business responsibility and the line of profession responsibility disappear? I'm not giving you an answer because, again, I don't think my opinion necessarily matters in this one. But I will tell you that for the the generation of clinicians who are ahead of me, those who've been practicing for 35, 40 years, who many of which got their practices with a set of keys and said, buy my building and treat the patients nicely and you can have the profession, who then oversaw the largest real estate expansion in our country's history, who those saw the greatest stock market expansion in our country's history, who are not giving young doctors an opportunity, who are not selling practices because they want to hang on to their, as my friend said, they want to ride their dinosaurs into extinction those who are trying to expand their practices in their late 60s and 70s, rather than give graduates a chance. They are driving the DSO model because there are practices not available and places are saturated. So again, I ask all of you from an existential perspective to ask, is what you're doing good for the profession or for you? And there's no judgment in either one of those. And depending upon the answer, does it really matter? Because in our groups online, in our Facebook, when we fight these things out, and I don't fight, but when we discuss these sorts of things, let's be honest in who we are and what it is we're trying to do. And, you know, I think that's what's going to help us decide. But let us not shame anybody who's doing anything except those who are literally trying to destroy the profession. And those are the people who are the orthodontists using their specialty degrees to simply further um, certain companies that are drawing away from us. And again, um, they're allowed to do it. I give them liberty to do so. And my opinion means nothing. But at the end of the day, for those of us who look at our profession as a profession or those of us who look at our profession as a business or those of us who look at it as both, there are many things we're doing right now that we might want to ask ourselves Are we fooling ourselves? Is less contact with patients a good thing? Or is it going to dry up what we've got in five to 10 years? Because people will wonder why are they coming to an orthodontist instead of a general dentist 
or an at-home aligner company. I love each and every one of you. I'm here for each and every one of you. I want you to please post uh, or respond to me with any comments or suggestions you have about this topic because I think it's going to become more important as time goes on. Have a great weekend. And remember, I'm always here for you. Take care.